The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in this Wednesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. We'll talk about uh, the latest with Hunter Elliott, the Ole Miss ace, who... Uh, Having some forearm issues, elbow issues. I'll take you through that the best that I can. Here on the show, almost basketballs at Auburn tonight. The uh, Tigers and the Rebels. And uh, and that one, it was a pretty fun night of SEC hoops last night, including two really, really good games. And then uh, Arkansas just absolutely demolished Georgia. Two really uh, good games and then a really interesting development. In the Arkansas game? Yeah. Nick Smith played like a lottery pick. Well, that would change things, wouldn't it? So on a team that's got some talent, it, it, it could change things. Sure, sure. So we'll talk about those things today. There's something else that I'm forgetting as well. I don't know. There's all kind of stuff. You got state coaches taking shots at ULM. McCready over here wearing a ULM uh, shirt this morning. You don't mess with ULM, baby. I mean, especially after you get your ass kicked. I mean, I mean, look, they showed up to the park. They went to the dude, won a football, won a baseball game. That's what we do. They said, be there. We were there. It's not, hey, look. It's not not our fault that they can't play. Their pitching is not your problem. We didn't recruit their pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. All that on the show and uh, and more. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Again, told you about the salad yesterday. They look great. A lot of fresh ingredients with those. You can see the videos and pictures on Twitter at Oxford Exxon. You can stop in. Just get one for yourself. Look at them yourself when you're there on Highway 6 West. And remember, they're giving away... Uh, Tickets for every series finale at home this season for Ole Miss baseball. So you can show your start for the you're ready for the start of the 2023 season. It's going into week two. Maryland this weekend. You use hashtag Rebel Ready. You tag the Oxford Exxon for a chance to win four box seat tickets for the Sunday game against the Terrapins, the Turtles in town this weekend, ranked number 13 in the country, coming off a loss to West Virginia last night in midweek action. They are two and two on the uh, on the young season there with uh, with Maryland. So Oxford Exxon, Blue Sky here in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. 
The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, which is hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You will love the service. Uh, Corey wants to build a long-term relationship with you. He wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your truck guy. And I'll prove to you what that means when you make that call, 662-257-1900. We really haven't had a need for guests so far this week. Somehow, some way, we've had news. But uh, guests will eventually join, and when they do, it will be on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises, businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or call Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So, hop in. Uh, Ole Miss last night knocking off Arkansas State, 11-3. That was completely secondary to any other proceedings that were, were going on in Oxford last night. The Rebels hit three home runs. Will Furness and Taiwan Malone went back-to-back. Kemp Alderman, who's off to a really, really hot start, he hit a home run. Almost pitched fine. Mason Nichols finally got back in the game. It was a ho-hum win over the... Pretty hapless Red Wolves that I had not realized Tommy Raffo has been at Arkansas State since Keith Kessinger left, and he's had oh, wow. a really long career there of not being very good. I I pulled up his kind of season by season last night because I was curious, and they've essentially had three decent years the entire time he's been there. It's um, probably them admitting that, hey, this is not where we're doing our investment. Stay out of trouble. Run a respectable program. Yeah, Tommy Raffo has coached college baseball and been at an assistant at State and the head coach at Arkansas State since 1991 in those two places. And Okay. Where's worse things? Sure. I mean, he's hanging out. All good. It's fine. I mean, you could have players bringing guns to scenes and killing people. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not a good night for Nate Oates last night, yesterday. I will tell you this real quick. Yeah. It was in here working yesterday. If mm-hmm. I'm honest, I was getting ahead on some basketball stuff. And for uh, just distraction as much as anything, I turned on multiple college baseball games, mid mid, including some of the Ole Miss game. Mm-hmm. Flipped around in the 3 o'clock to 5.30 window. Okay. Do not read anything into midweek baseball games. Central Arkansas, nothing. the Bears knocked off Vanderbilt last night. ULM was beating State 11 to nothing you at one point. into that. Yeah, I can read a lot into state. They're defensively and on the mound. They got some problems. You know how many Jello shots ULM fans would consume, dude? They get to Omaha. Oh wow, shatter the records. They've got a really good coach down there, though. Honestly, they 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 run a pretty good program. All jokes aside, who is the coach? Uh, it's Federico's down there. Yeah, okay. and um, it's 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 they're they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all right. Well, good for them. Respectable program. No issues down in Monroe Probably a fun bus ride back. Oh, I bet they did, yeah. The game went longer last night. Um, Ole Miss couldn't quite get over the the run rule. Well, actually, there was no run rule last night. I was very depressed when I heard that in like the second inning. Somebody leaned over and goes, hey, by the way, no run rule tonight. I'm like, hold on a minute. Tuesday against Arkansas State? No. So all SEC games, but not Tuesday against Arkansas State? Yeah. And I it's could. Odd. I asked around. I was trying to figure out, hey, whose whose call was this? Who am I mad at right now? And I could not get a very clear answer on which side had the issue with the run rule. 
Um, my guess is it was actually Ole Miss trying to get some innings for some guys to make That's, sure they played nine after not playing nine over the weekend twice. That would be my guess too. That they had to get some dudes in in in, in the game, but it didn't matter. Again, Ole Miss won eleven to three, never got ahead by ten. Yeah, they, it was fine. I mean, it, it's. But I flipped around to various games, and I firmly believe that. Lamar beat A&M last night. Yeah, again, I firmly believe you can read absolutely nothing into midweek February baseball games. Nothing. Zero. The intensity level is not overly high for it's, the 4 p.m. Tuesday game against whomever it is you're playing. It's just not there. The, the, the other team is playing with a lot of intensity, Yeah, and you're not. Yeah, they're trying to over. They're trying to giant kill over here, yeah. and it's it's it's. And it's just well, like I mean, Arkansas State in the first inning went up one nothing, and they were almost kind of like chippy, and it was like, guys, yeah, hold take on. a breath, hold <laughs> it's up. gonna be okay. Yeah, <laughs> they was like the bullpen was all mouthy, and it was like, yeah, hey, yeah, hold up, <laughs> you haven't pitched yet. <laughs> there's a there's yeah. a thing. Uh, I was walking out of the elevator last night with, I guess, the Arkansas State SID or radio guy, whoever it was, and he was very, very, very concerned with uh, their performance and how that was going to translate into them playing Illinois State this weekend. He was he was very, very, very uptight about what what Illinois State might or might not do to. Can you imagine having to sit through three Arkansas State <laughs> Illinois State games? <laughs> I mean, I dread the Ole Miss LSU basketball game Saturday night. Uh, Mason Nichols threw last night and looked great. Johnson, he threw 13 pitches in a scoreless night. They they got him, man. He's fine. Uh, yeah, I, Illinois State, it's like the Redbirds or something. Ole Miss, didn't they play them in like the NIT a few years ago or something? Yes, Basketball? That's isn't, that, isn't that correct? That is correct. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay, anyway. Hunter, Hunter Elliott. So, I know I'm just stalling, talking around. Here's here's the deal. As I know it, again, 826, Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Because things change very quickly. Um, Hunter threw how many ever pitches, not five innings against Delaware on Friday. Felt completely fine. No issues. He talked to him after the game. He's in good spirits. No problem. On Saturday, uh, got to the park, probably eating his pregame meal, whatever. Told them that he has some tightness in his forearm. It just didn't feel right. Something felt kind of off. Hunter is a guy who historically does not have those kind of issues. He's got a pretty easy rubber band arm that, that that recovers quickly and does not have a lot of those side effects. There's some guys who feel terrible the next day, no matter what, even if they're completely healthy. Hunter is not one of those guys. Um, and for people who don't know, the forearm is a scary area. It's an elbow indicator, typically. Right. Yes, right. you're not your forearm is actually not what's injured most of the time. It's 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 putting stress on your forearm because you're compensating off your elbow being injured. Correct is, is why that's going on. Right. So. He uh, he didn't feel right. He tossed a little on Sunday just to kind of see what it felt like. Again, no pain, and I'll get to why that's important in a second, but no pain. He still felt the tightness. On Monday, threw around a little harder, still felt the, felt the, tighten, the tightness as well. Um, they had an MRI on Monday afternoon, which makes tons of sense. Look at the elbow from all angles. Sure. And as of yesterday – Mike's told us after the game that they sent it off to multiple orthopedics and that all of those were not back in yet, that some were, some were not, and they were essentially waiting for recommended courses of action at that point. While there's a couple things that are at play here. First off, this could still be worst-case scenario. This could still be Tommy John um, because, again, forearm pain is a very primary indicator 
And if it was not a slam dunk MRI, then when you would know that by now, that you're waiting for people to other people to look at it. If if a couple doctors had already looked at it and said that's completely clean, okay, it's completely clean. You're not overly worried about what the third guy says because you trust sure. those two guys, of course. So, um, don't take the next part of this as some fact that everything is completely rosy as I move forward. In saying that, they also did not say. Hey, he needs surgery, and his UCL is in eight pieces, and it's torn apart. Um, again, somewhere in the middle, whatever it does look like. I hate to be too whatever on this. Um, the other indicators of a Tommy John severe UCL elbow injury typically are tingling and numbness in the fingers, pain, and having a hard time gripping the baseball. Those are the, those are two, three, and four outside of the forearm tightness that are usually problems. Um, when I blew my elbow out, within five seconds, my entire hand went numb. You don't feel anything. You, if you you if you want a telltale sign, if a pitcher starts acting funny on the mound, look at his throwing hand, and he'll start wiggling his fingers. That is the number one sign of an, a major elbow issue with with Tommy John. Hunter's not had any of that. He's had no pain. He's had no tingling, no numbness, no grip issues, nothing but forearm tightness at this point. Because of that. They just don't know yet because there's a couple things in play here. You're waiting on the final orthopedic to make a decision. And also, this isn't even necessarily about Hunter. In general, Ole Miss baseball, compared, I guess compared to other sports here on campus or just in general, they are big on opinions across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they let players, if they have certain doctors or certain places where they want to check them out, they let them do that. Mm-hmm. They use the Andrews people for a lot. But like you know, I, know, I know Max Chopey went back to Chicago for one of his things when he was doing it. They've used some guys all across the country. When they had foot issues, they go to that Jordan or Jones guy in Charlotte that's like the best foot doctor in the country that works for the Panthers or at least used to. Yeah, um, the Kevin so, Durant doctor. Yeah, so they do all those kind of things. It's it's So that's why this timeline is – I know I'm rambling. This is why this timeline is stretched out a little bit is because they don't have all this back yet, A, and then you can't know for sure that Hunter won't go, hey, I want to go see so-and-so or so-and-so or so-and-so and see where this goes. Sure. So – from a scale standpoint, worst case still is season-ending Tommy John. I can't rule that out. I can't tell you that's not the answer. There's also the possibility that it's non-surgical, that this is a rehab situation, that you hope that he did something that caused inflammation and aggravation to the area, and that that's what's doing it, and that it's not signaling from a UCL injury with that with that forearm. Um, he's not going to pitch this weekend. I would be shocked if he's back in two or three weeks, even if – Everything checks out on a perfect scenario. I think you're still looking at several weeks just to be sure. You do not want to mess with with, with, with a problem at all. Well, at a minimum, you have something. Yeah, so, I mean, his forearm is tight. So That's, at a minimum, you, you've got rest and rehab. And then you and I talked about this before you started. He's a pitcher. He's got to, he's got to A, be convinced that he's okay. And B, he's got to get over the mountain of, oh, God, it's going to pop at any moment. Yes. Pitchers have to know they are healthy. Yeah, otherwise. Mentally, they have to know when they throw the ball that nothing bad is going to happen. And if it's tight, he can't pitch. I mean, just can't. You're going to, then you're going to compensate for the tightness and you're going to do something. So, and look. Here's there, the, real quick, Austin, there were no internal reports. What, the way this protocol works is they simply get it from the radiologist and send it out to their specialist. Th- this was not a second opinion situation based off a primary diagnosis in-house. 
um, they, 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 they don't operate like that. They, they send them off to certain specialists yeah. that they trust across the country. And again, it's just February. And on the other side, you've got, I think Elliot's going to pitch. I think he has professional potential. Of course. Putting it mildly. And so you've got to weigh that. He knows that. And um, I think they've always kind of handled these things pretty well. I mean, there are there are programs out there that push, 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 and and then I've never sensed that with with um, Mike and his program. That's right. I actually forgot about that. And Casey did have sort of a similar thing where they shut him down for a few weeks, and he was fine when he came back. I, I completely, yeah, yeah. I, I blanked on that. Again, that doesn't yeah. mean anything. Well, again, the I fact just, that the fact that he felt something means that there probably is something because he normally doesn't feel anything. Yeah. So you got to figure out what that is, and then you take a course of action. So they're doing the right thing. This look, not that anybody credit to our people. I was kind of waiting for the nuclear bomb to go off yesterday, and it didn't happen. They handled it pretty well. What they do on Friday against Maryland is, I mean, it's just not really going to matter. It's not. No. They, they're going to play. The th- season is still intact if it doesn't go well this weekend against the Terrapins. They're going to play 30 SEC games, and those games will determine what happens. I've said this year after year, and I'm literally convinced that I'm 100% right. They're going to be fine. And this weekend, does it doesn't matter. Next weekend doesn't matter. I don't know who they play next weekend. It doesn't matter. It'll force some other guys to get some innings. Maybe someone steps up. They won the national championship last year. There's no angst. Somebody in the stream says, actually, Arkansas State wanted the nine innings. They were the ones with, oh. the, with the run rule last night. Maybe he had some guys he needed to yeah. pitch. He threw a lot of guys, at least six, maybe seven. It's probably that. Some of it was they couldn't get out, but yeah, yeah. He, he threw a lot of different dudes. Yeah. I, no, look, yeah, I, it's – we can get into what scenarios are when we know what the scenario is. In the meantime, no matter how long he's out, though, here's the deal. Jackson Do- Jack Doherty's going to throw on Friday. They, that's That was a free space. You knew they were going to move him into the Friday role. It gives you somebody with some experience. Yeah. You're not going to put a bunch of freshmen in the weekend to fix it. You move Doherty. They're still going to go Sonia on Saturday, Revis on Sunday. They did nothing to lose their gigs last week against Delaware. And then, look, it's opportunities everywhere to figure out some bullpen because mm-hmm. Doherty leaving the bullpen is a huge blow. That can't be understated what he's, his move to the rotation does to that bullpen because he was going to be that multi-inning closer that Mike has utilized throughout his career. He was going to be the guy they basically went to in whatever a late-inning high-leverage situation was from probably the sixth inning on at some point in the weekend to finish a game. That was what Doherty's role is in a perfect scenario. That's no longer the case. The emphasis on Mason Nichols becomes enormous. He is now your most experienced, best reliever, if you will, with Maddox out and with Mallets out. Um, they saw really good signs from the freshman to Koyan last night. I think they're going to use him a good bit. They're just trying to piece this thing. So bullpen is where it gets really interesting because I already thought from a championship standpoint they were an arm short, so now they're two arm short from a bullpen standpoint. So you really need some some guys to step up in that manner. I mean, Mike was throwing the kitchen sink out there last night and on Sunday trying to figure out what that looks like or who might look certain ways. And it's just too early to know. I mean, 
it's a big step up in class. Maryland's a really good baseball team. I, I know they're two and two. Shut up. It's they're they're good. Uh, um, they lost that game to West Virginia. They did. They they won the Big Ten last year. They're from a standpoint of re- now. I know their stadium sucks, but they put more into their program than most Big Ten schools do. They used to play in the ACC. They they haven't given up on the sport. Really good coach up there. Um, I think he's got used to be at Kansas State. Maybe anyway. Um, they uh, they'll be a test. I mean, they're not they're not winning the national title, but they uh, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, and Ole Miss that that scheduling quirk. They played them four times in a row because they opened with them the next Friday in Minnesota. I asked Mike why that was the case, why he decided to play the Big Ten for three weeks in a row, and he said that when they agreed to the Minnesota tournament, it was so long ago that they had somebody else scheduled this weekend that got blown up and they had to find somebody gotcha. and Maryland ended up coming in. So it was not on purpose. They, they literally commit to these post these, these in season tournaments, like five, six years in advance. And they don't have any midweeks next week. Uh, yeah, I just meant weekend games. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They, they play La Tech Tuesday, Wednesday here. Oh, okay. So actually a pretty good midweek series with, the return yeah. trip for Latte yeah. coming in. He's done a good job there. It's kind of time to go. It's yeah. needs the job to. Sometimes you're getting rusty. It's hard to leave. Well, I mean, when State fires Lamontis at the end of the year, they just move Butch over to State. Lane Burroughs can go to Auburn, and there we go. There you I, go. I, I solved the whole thing right there. Who's the new AD at Auburn? Go tell them what's up. Who is the AD at Auburn? Oh, it's oh, Cohen. Oh, that's true. He knows Butch well and those guys well. Don't worry. It it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Why'd I forget that for a second? I, I did too. I had to think about it for a minute. I guess I wasn't really thinking. I mean, I'm zoning out. I mean, yesterday I wasn't sure if Northwestern had a baseball team, even though Ole Miss has a player from Northwestern on its baseball team. I still get stuff from Auburn fans, so they think that I think about them a lot, but I, I don't. You're still getting that? Oh, yeah. They're still pretty worked up. Uh. The closer is is Nichols. I mean, that's just where they are right now. It's not he's a really good reliever, but he's never done it to that level. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's welcome to the world we're in, if you if you will, from that standpoint. So I mean it The Hugh Freeze story arc at Auburn will be fun to watch because it is a very predictable story arc. I'll leave it I'll leave it at that. Going to do everything. Everything. Everything you think will happen will happen. So it's going to be okay. Yeah, they're going to win. Okay. How 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 much are they going to win? I don't know. I think they'll win. I mean, he'll they'll win. What about next year? How much immediate? What's what, what's what's a what's a good baseline next year? He get to seven, right? I don't know their schedule, but he'll, he'll get he'll get a bounce. They'll do a lot of the family stuff. They'll play harder, closer, more together. Get a big win somewhere. Harder, closer together is the team unity version of bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, that's what that is. I didn't know where you were going, but yeah, yeah, I stay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, on that note, tell you a little bit about our our sponsor, Better Help. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. Therapists can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. So you, as we talk about BetterHelp every week, that you know sometimes you need somebody with no preconceived notions. You can talk to family and friends and other people around you, but you need a clean slate. Give your opinions without anybody thrusting their opinions on you. It's a great thing for therapy and a reason to give BetterHelp a try. So if you're thinking of giving 
Therapy, an opportunity. It's a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time. Turn your video on or off. Make it as comfortable as possible. Again, they make it easy to find someone who fits you. So to get get you there, let BetterHelp assist you. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. Walk on Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus, enjoy fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Order online at walkons.com or check out their convenient Walk-Ons app, especially if you're in Oxford or Jackson. Please visit the Oxford or uh, Ridgeland locations. Tell them how much we appreciate them sponsoring the Oxford Exxon podcast. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, that area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app and name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical-grade manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you take diabetes medication, high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, you know they typically cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss, and all that's due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support, puts those vitamins and minerals back into your body, helps prevent those side effects, keeps you more compliant, helps you stay healthier over the long term solutionsrx.com type in the promo code OEP at checkout get 10% off your first order podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation with baseball back for another exciting season you can show your support for their efforts on the field by signing up for the pledge per win and pledge per home run campaigns donations are charged every Monday they're allocated into your blue priority points total and they're up to 90% tax deductible sign up today by visiting give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. And remember, Morgan Wallen coming to Vault Hemingway Stadium to Oxford this April, the same week as Ole Miss LSU baseball. It'll be a busy weekend. You can get tickets Saturday night, Sunday night for that at great prices. MorganWallen.com for tickets for that concert. <clears throat> this year or any year, have you ever done like a Lent thing? Has that ever been? I give up mayonnaise every year. And bananas. And bananas. Mayonnaise and bananas. Yep. No, I, I haven't. I grew up thinking that was a Catholic thing. No, it runs the gamut. Yeah. Methodist, Episcopalian. It was never a thing in 
North Louisiana? No, it was interesting. You know, a thread on the board. I mean, I've gotten ingrained with it because I've become more familiar with New Orleans through college and friends and stuff. And I mean, I would go to Saints games when I was little, but yeah, like in Amory, Mardi Gras wasn't a thing. Like yeah. that that whole deal, we, we didn't have a big selection of that. So, yeah. you, you doing a Lent thing? I typically try. I don't always succeed over the course of the forty days, but typically, you know what I've what I've shifted because I mean, I hope that I'm having fairly decent habits most of the time is this year because I'd already sort of put a good many changes in and been doing some other stuff and I've kind of got some personal goals for the year. Um, I didn't really have anything that was obvious to take out. So I'm actually trying to add, I'm trying to read more. Um, I'm trying to get off devices a little more, get off TV a little, I don't really watch TV, but in, in theory, um, but you know, read at least maybe forty five minutes a day, just enough to kind of pick up a book and like an actual book. Because yeah. I mean, that's part of my problem. I've gotten so freaking into audio books now that I'm not reading anything. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need to read. There's a there's a difference. So, yeah, I'm actually trying to add instead of take away right now. I try to find time to read. I still, it's there. I'm just not making it. I don't know how I. I've been running a lot more. I go to the gym. I work out basically every day. And our jobs are busier than people think they are, and you can make them busier than they even should be. But I got to figure some of that stuff out too. I'd like I'd like to read more. I never watch TV. Like people are like in the mailbag today. I'll publish it later. But yeah, hey, have you watched the golf thing? And it's like, no. I mean, I've heard it's really good, but I hadn't gotten to it. I'm into golf and haven't watched it. The tennis thing is supposed to be really good. I I, I just sometimes when i run on the treadmill i'll try to stream stuff but i've gotten where now i don't run as well if i'm watching something i do better if i'm listening to something i've or if i just run in silence i've streamed a couple shows but i'm having a hard time even really doing that i mean i just it's not really how i found my ways of watching 45 minutes or an hour or spending that amount of time yeah. that i'm that i'm doing something I've got to get back into a little more of that versus YouTube because I'm more. It's what's so too crazy, and I'm. I mean, I'm and I'm 39, so you know what the kids are doing. I am much more apt to watch 45 minutes of YouTube than 45 minutes of TV. Yeah, and it's not close. I I don't know. It's just where my it's kind of where my head is. Well, I know we're doing this all the time, and I'm like, well, we're going to probably talk about SEC basketball. I probably need to watch it. We're going to yeah. talk about baseball. I probably need to watch it. And so a lot of your time goes to that. Like I said yesterday, I mean, I was in here. I turned on, I watched parts of four games. I wasn't really interested, but I watched. I wasn't, I wasn't disinterested, but I quickly realized this. You is, could have given that one up because there was nothing yeah, last was, night. This is Tuesday was, in February, and it felt like Tuesday in February. Anyway. Yes, Mallet's injury was Tommy John. That is, yeah. that is correct. Yeah, I'll get into lines in a second, but first last night. Good games. Two really, really good games. Mm-hmm. And then, again, Arkansas completely demolished. But it was newsworthy. Georgia. Um, Let's start with the first one. Tennessee, Texas A&M. Yeah, Texas A&M wins by five, I think. Yeah, I think They so. are now 13-2 and two That's correct. in the league, if I have that, that, that right. That is correct. They're a rolling ball of butcher knives. That backcourt. He's all in over here. Dude, I mean, just dude, all in. That backcourt, it's legit. And that's how you win tournament games. Backcourt, they've got they've got enough interior. Buzz is a terrific coach. They play with incredible synergy. Taylor goes for twenty five last night, sixty eight, sixty three. The final he kept getting to the line. Um, they'll defend you. 
They're they only just, ranked 25. There are not 24 better teams in the country than a Hell no. But they started bad, and it's a yeah. whole thing, and blah, blah, blah. But, dude, you don't want them in your bracket. If you're the one and they're your sixth seed, you got a problem. They are tough. They are a really good, balanced basketball team that plays extremely hard. Smart. They don't commit dumb fouls. It is very likely that a three or a four seed gets them in the second round. Yeah. And the gods were not good to you when you look up in the second round and there's six seed Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. There, there's some – listen, I, mean, I know I joke about it. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Texas A&M person, obviously. Yeah, we, we give Clearly. them plenty of grief, guys. They are – there's something to watch. It's a, it's it, it, that is a that is a balanced, not flawless, but they don't have a glaring weakness. If you beat them, you've got to line up and play a really good basketball game, or you won't beat them. Tennessee's good. Tennessee played well last night. Tennessee got off to a hot start. Tennessee led most of the game, mm-hmm. but they couldn't ever put them away. And boy, A and M would just make plays. And even at the end, when A&M tried to get a little squirrely and uh, Vescovi got a steal, Taylor stole it right back. That was a big moment in that game because Tennessee was about to have a shot. Yeah, Vescovi goes for 14, 10, and 7 last night for Tennessee. Tennessee now 9 and 6. They've had a rough two weeks. They have. They're, they're becoming one of those teams that's going to be draw-dependent. But their defense travels, and they're going to have a shot. You, you're going to have to – you're going to have to play a really good game to beat them in the tournament. But I like A&M better than them in the tournament. I've kind of been that way for a little while. Yeah, you're at Bama, then A&M. And we'll get to Bama in a minute. Ooh. I don't know, man. Just give me A&M. Game last night in Columbia. Richard Cross was on the call for this one last night. I talked to him right before the game. He didn't realize what he had coming. 66-64 Tigers over Bulldogs in overtime In last overtime. Night. Missouri yeah. gutted it out. I mean, tried to they, – they got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. But I need to pull Nets up. Because their Nets not very good. They're 20-8, and eight, though. 8-7 eight and seven in the SEC. Early schedule was not great. I don't think he thought they were a tournament team. They got a good night from Kobe Brown. Hodge had 16 for the Tigers last night. Yeah, Missouri's, he didn't it was not scheduled. Missouri's net is up to – they stayed at 51. Yeah, it's not quite Mississippi good State stayed at 43. Let's see if that's updated. It's through games of Yeah, through the games of last night. Okay. So 51 for Missouri. 51 for Missouri. Um let's see what they where they are just on some metrics. Missouri is 51. They now are four and eight in quad one. Mississippi State's three and six quad one. They stayed at forty three. We're to the point in the season where there's a lot of games, so it's hard to move. Arkansas moved up three. They're now sixteen. A and M moved up four. They're now twenty three. Tennessee stayed at three. So Tennessee's going to be a two seed in the tournament tonight. Uh, Auburn's a thirty net. Ole Miss can play spoiler. Ole Miss is 131. A home loss to a net 131 would not go well. 131. Hmm. Yeah. 
So today, Missouri North State's getting in. Oh, I don't know. I, State's not getting at six and nine in the SEC. The bubble's so weird. No, I mean I think State's got to win now. But I Missouri, mean conference record does. You can't just. What's Missouri's conference record? They're eight, eight and seven. Eight and seven. I mean, if they get to ten, they're probably they've got Ole Miss left in Columbia for sure. And they're probably know. two teams that when they get to Nashville, they got to win on Thursday. Got to win on Thursday. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But if you do, we you, say that the tournament didn't matter at all last year. None. No, because A and M went all the way to the final and got screwed. Missouri's problem is they don't play anybody worth this crap until that Thursday. They actually, I said nine and eight. What did I say? You said eight, eight and seven. seven. I mean, they've got a really good shot at eleven and seven in the SEC, but they closed with Georgia, LSU, and Ole Miss. They should win all three of those. If they, I, I think they're going to get in. Georgia and LSU's on the road. The bubble's crappy, as it always is. That's why the idea of expanding to 90 teams is, unless you're just going to go, hey, we're putting a Power 5 in. Yeah, sure. We're having a Power 5 tournament. At which point, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Could have done this a long time ago. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And then another team that is eight and seven in the SEC along with Missouri. That's the Arkansas Razorbacks. They're nineteen and nine overall, and they win ninety seven sixty five at Bud Walton last night. Ricky Council goes for 22. Keen Aquindo goes for 20 for the Bulldogs. So I'm looking for that box. You have the box? Uh, yeah, sure. Give me Nick Smith's line. Okay. Arkansas, Nick Smith, last night he played 29 minutes. He was 9 of 14 from the field. He was 5 of 8 from 3. He was 3 of 4 from the uh, free throw line. Had a couple assists. Had a board, one turnover. Scored 26 points. He looked like a lottery pick. He played with confidence. And, you know, you've seen before a lottery pick on a bad team. It doesn't really matter. Anthony Edwards comes to mind. Yeah. Um, Simmons at LSU. This is not that. 
They've got other dudes, multiple other dudes. And if Nick Smith is going to play like that, they're a beast, a potential beast. Now, look, they're so young and they're so weird and they're unlike A&M. They're the anti-A&M. They have stretches where they play horrifically bad basketball. They have stretches where they play so stupid on defense and they foul and they get in foul trouble. But Smith's electric. There's a reason people talk about Nick Smith Jr. being a top five pick. And last night he played like one. Georgia couldn't guard him. And Georgia's got some dudes now. Okendo's a really good player. Georgia couldn't stay in front of him. And when he penetrates and if he can make threes and he opens up that offense for Council and Walsh, they're, they're a different team. They've got a really interesting close because I don't know the exact teams on it but they still they go to Alabama Saturday I think they go to Tennessee next week and then they come home to finish with Kentucky and if they win one or two of those look out yeah Arkansas's close at Alabama at Tennessee Kentucky at home in that order Tuscaloosa Knoxville uh, home against Kentucky their game against Alabama could be pretty interesting one o'clock ESPN two because it's kind of a free shot for them, and Alabama's got to it's got to be a little distracting over there right now. What was he thinking? Yeah, I'm going there in a minute. I'm, we're going to be there a minute. So yeah, I'm waiting a minute. But I mean, I've got that game circled. Mm-hmm. That game's one of two things. Remember, I told you this. Mm-hmm. That game's either Alabama wins in a blowout. Or Arkansas wins fairly big. That is not a close game Saturday, my opinion. They show up or they don't, yeah. And if they don't, and Smith and them go in there and go, hey, this is a free shot, let's play. Let's play free. Musselman's a give give credit to the guy. People go, he's weird, he's quirky, I don't care, whatever. Year after year after year, he has shown that he is very, very good at team building, Mm -hmm. and his teams get better late. And he may have figured this out. He may have actually figured out their rotation finally. Tonight, 6 o'clock, Kentucky is at Florida. Line's not crazy. Kentucky, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road tonight in Gainesville, over under 140, so 70-ish on that one. Money line, 145 for Kentucky, 125 for Florida. I mean, my initial thought was without Castleton to just lay the points, but that line is closer and kind of strange to me. Um, Vanderbilt's at LSU tonight in Baton Rouge. Commodore's by two and a half. That's it? Yeah. Lay them. <laughs> Get my bookie on the phone. <laughs> my goodness. I need some A&M futures, and I need Vanderbilt tonight against against LSU. Well, yeah, Vanderbilt too. knows they, they have no margin for error. Go play. Go look. They opened as a one point, and it moved to two and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might lay five and a half. Money line, 145 only. That feels like free money. Yeah, nothing crazy there. I expected a bigger line than that, too, because LSU, ooh, they're bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. LSU and Ole Miss, Saturday at 7.30. It is 7.30. I'm excited. Alabama's in Columbia, South Carolina tonight. 17 and a half point favorites. That's a big number. It's a big number. But now when Bama blows people out, they blow you out. I mean, look at they their made, shores. made it through the night last night, didn't go out to five points and get in any trouble or anything? It appears to have been okay last night yeah. on the strip. It opened at 19. It's come down to 17 and a half. 
Money lines minus two thousand plus one thousand. Okay. Okay. Ole Miss and Auburn tonight at Auburn Arena or whatever they're calling it now. Uh, Auburn minus it ne- opened at thirteen and a half. Neville it's Arena. now at okay. It's now at twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Tigers over Rebels. Money lines. Ole Miss plus six forty. Auburn minus nine hundred. Vegas does not want you betting on Auburn tonight. No. Over under one thirty seven. That's kind of low. Um. Yeah, that's it. If you told me Ole Miss covered twelve and a half, I buy it. They've covered. I say that I don't know what Ole Miss has done against the line. It feels like Ole Miss has played a lot of fairly close games. They've been a little better of late. You know, they only covered two of their first nine conference games. I think Tennessee and Vanderbilt through that stretch. Yeah, and I don't know what they've done since then. They were favored against State. And they lost. In South Carolina, they covered that one. Yeah. The first time. Okay. In Columbia. Yeah. They were favored by like six and won by like 10. Okay. Something like that. What? Why does the dude at, uh, why does Hunter at Tulane not get any buzz for a better job? He's done a hell of a job at Tulane. Did a hell of a job at Georgia State. I guess because he's older. Okay. I guess. He's, he's a good coach. Yeah. He's, I mean, rebuilt them. I was at that game where the stool fell. And, were you? Yeah. It was before it was Ole Miss was getting ready to play Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna get popped tonight, two lanes at Houston, but Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's not I mean no skin off their back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just it, it, it kind of struck me. Anyway. All right, podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Ship directly to your door. You throw them in the freezer. Freezer to plate, fewer than 10 minutes. They'll take care of dinner tonight. They've got their New Orleans-style barbecue. It'd be a great way to celebrate here. Bat Tuesday yesterday, Ash Wednesday today. Have some New Orleans shrimp. Prime Shrimp can help you out with that. A lot of other options as well as their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. A lot like what's at the grocery store. Receive a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So that's primeshrimp.com. Get five pouches or more. Use code RG for 25% off with primeshrimp.com. Temperatures are um, all over the place right now, but you can still get the uh, Dead Soxy BOGO Winter Sale. Right now, when you buy two sock bundles, you get the second bundle 50% off, or you get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase to get the deal. Just put any two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart. Apply the code REBELGROVE. If you've got bundles in there, it will take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your cart, it will make the least expensive pair free. So head over to deadsoxy.com. Stock up on this incredible winter sale. As always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Based out of Baldwin, Mississippi, they've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Landman's Fine Jewelry is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. 
engagement rings, wedding rings, whatever your jewelry needs may be. They've got it, all sorts of gift ideas at Lamons. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them. And they'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Getting close to uh, vacation season, people going to spring break, getting the summer plans together. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you some options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages available, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's any Spark. Dot com 662-238-3159 phone service pro controls network security and more they offer uh <clears throat> the uh, wireless mesh extender for anyone who needs that extra step as well so for the best internet in lafayette county also parts of union and pontotoc counties 662-238-3159 so let's see real quick we're gonna get into alabama in a second as you uh, as you mentioned looking for one thing it's wrong place wrong time that is one of the things that that Nate Oates said yesterday. That is that is not inaccurate. I mean, it happens. Again, Alabama tonight, South Carolina. They're from uh, the Colonial Center in Columbia. Uh, all right. So yesterday, this is all kind of coming out because an investigator was testifying yesterday. There um, in that in that legal proceeding with Darius Miles and um, Michael Lynn Davis, the other person that has been charged with uh, capital murder in this case. Uh, again, I think I, I saw this correctly. It was capital murder because a vehicle was involved, right? Isn't that what we remembered from the Alabama statute when we, this first came out? I, I want to say so. that it had something to do with a vehicle was why it got considered capital murder. That feels right. Okay. So I'll just take you through it real quick, and then we'll talk about it, the Cliff Notes version. So Brandon Miller, who's obviously the star player for Alabama, I think he was projected to be the number three overall pick by at least one mock draft this week. Yes, widely considered. The NBA draft, the first two picks are going to be Victor Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson. Yes. Period. And then after that, there's some debate in what is a pretty deep draft. You've got the Thompson Twins, you've got – Handful Anthony Black at Arkansas, Nick Smith Jr. at Arkansas. There's some other dudes, but most people have started to settle in on Brandon Miller at three. So obviously, big deal there. Brandon Miller, according to an investigator yesterday testifying there in Tuscaloosa, says that Miller brought then teammate Darius Miles the gun that Miles used in a January murder. Was it Miller's gun or Miles's gun? I thought Miller was bringing Miles Miles' gun. That's but, what I thought, too. Yeah. That, Miles and another man were charged with capital murder after the fatal shooting of 23-year-old uh, Jamia Janae Harris on January 15th. Michael Lynn Davis is accused of firing the fatal gunshot, but Miles supplied the firearm. 
Miles was a little was a little used reserve with Crimson Tide. Anyway, he was kicked off following the arrest. Yeah. According to law enforcement, Miles texted Miller to bring Miles' gun to the scene. Yes. Miles called Miller or texted him to bring his own to bring Miles' gun. Miller was not the owner of the gun. He simply had Miles' gun. This is around one in the morning. That is correct. Miller, who allegedly obliged, has not been charged with any crime. Tuscaloosa Chief Deputy District Attorney Paula Whitley told AO.com, there's, quote, nothing we could charge Miller with. Alabama coach Nate Oates then made some comments following the news of Miller's involvement, <laughs> saying a team, quote, can't control what anybody else does outside of practice, and that Miller was in the, quote, wrong spot at the wrong time. Um, I mean, again, Miller allegedly brought the murder weapon to the scene. Um, you know, if you call me and you say, hey, Neil, <laughs> it's 1 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. And you say, and I'm not trying to make light of this at all, but I'm being serious. No, no, no. I mean, this is. You call me and you say, hey, Neil, I need you to bring me my gun. I'm going to say why. (laughs) I am. Yeah. But why? And if the answer is anything other than. I'm at the Target Center down on Highway 12, and at which point I'm going to tell you to go home. I've got. I need to get some rounds in. But if uh, if you imply, well, I'm having a problem. No, 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 no. What, leave. Leave. Go home. We'll deal with it in the morning without a weapon. Here's, okay, help me a little bit here. And I, again, I'm not making light of this. I'm so flummoxed by it that I'm confused. Well, I'm too, so we'll talk through it. I'm lost. I, this seems like a so much of a one in a hundred with nothing in the middle. So, okay. Miles tells Miller to bring the gun. Miles' gun. Yes, that's correct. Miles then gives the gun to the other guy who fired the shot. That is the. We al- all seem to all agree here. That is the allegation. Yes. Well, but Miller's car was blocking, and it was a, shockingly a Dodge. Uh, was was blocking the person who got shot. Yeah, Miller's car sustained gunshots. A- at least two shots. Yeah. My point, though. Okay. So Miles, because he, it was because it was his gun, and he handed it to the shooter, gets capital murder. But Miller, who brought the gun to the premises, is completely innocent. So it's like a hockey that, assist. That feels if you get the yeah, assist, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm lost again. I'm not making light. I'm, no, I'm no, no. so confused by how legally that is complete culpability and zero culpability that. Yeah, how is that not at least accessory? Because if Miller doesn't bring the gun, Miles can't hand it to dude. Right. And Miller was on premises when the shots were fired. It would be different if earlier in the day, Miller brought Miles the gun and he's off. Okay, fine. 11 o'clock in the afternoon, in the morning. Hey, man, you need that gun that I've got. Could you bring it to me? Yeah, 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 I'll do it. And then 12 hours later, it's involved in a murder. He'd be like, well, I didn't know. Yeah, Miller was at Dreamland and goes, "I I don't know. But instead, yeah. it's 1 o'clock, hey, I need that gun. And he brings it, mm-hmm. hands it to, to to Miles, who hands it to the shooter and says, hey, it's got one in the cap or whatever the term was for it's loaded. Yeah, the, the, the two... The, the two phrases rep that were used by the investigator were essentially that the gun was on premises, that he had brought it, and that it was loaded. There was one in the chamber. Those were the, and it was vernacular being used, but that's what they meant by those two statements. Is that, yes, I have the gun here, it's wherever, and it is loaded with one in the chamber. 
And people are worried about hiring Will Wade? I mean, people are worried about hiring Will Wade? I think I'd have hired Will Wade yesterday. The heat is in the hat, which Brandon Culpepper said that meant a gun was present. There's one in the head, which Culpepper said meant a round was in the chamber. Two things I did not know before yesterday. Yeah, I didn't either. Miles then moved his girlfriend back to get her out of the line of fire. So Miles, Miller's, so Miles knew that five shots were probably that he about was to be going fired. to fire. Yeah, I mean, it, speculation. It sounds allegedly. Like, yes, speculatively and allegedly. It sounds like Miles knew the intent that was about to happen. Had Miller bring the gun and then made sure that. So the question were clear. here, I guess, Miller's windshield was struck twice by gunfire in the shooting. Jaden Bradley, another basketball player, was at the scene, but apparently had no consequence in anything that anybody's aware of. He was just with some of these people. So the question I would have, and I'm assuming, look, I'm out, my next day as an investigator will be my first. What did Miller know when he brought the weapon? Yeah. And what should he have known? And then let's go beyond this for a minute. This one thing when a DA says we don't have a charge. Because this is the great Chris Beard debate, right? There's another thing when you go, yeah, but you represent our brand. And when a teammate asked you at one in the morning to bring you a gun, and you brought a loaded gun to a scene that minutes later resulted in a fatality, you can't represent our brand anymore. There's legally, and then there's ethically. Am I crazy? No, and real quick, I'm just clarifying this for anybody else. The other part of this that is relevant is, uh, yes, two vehicles, a Dodge Charger and a Dodge Challenger that belonged to Miles' teammates, Miller and Bradley. So Mm -hmm. the person who brought the gun and then Bradley, who was just around apparently. No idea. We're blocking the road where the Jeep was parked. Miles and Davis walked to Miller's car got something believed to be the gun out of the back seat. Miles had texted Miller saying, quote, I need my joint, which is slang for a gun. Moments later... I thought that meant I I need my marijuana. Yeah, me too. Moments later, Culpepper testified, Davis approached the victim's car and said, I told you I was going to get you and began firing through the driver's side window. Holy shit. He fired at least eight shots, some of which while running in an arc from the driver's side around to the back of the vehicle. It was then the detective said that Miller's charger was struck by two bullets. Johnson, the victim's boyfriend, returned fire, striking Davis in the shoulder. Harris was struck in the left side of her face. The victims drove to the Walk of Champions where they found a police officer and stopped. Harris was pronounced dead there. Um, yeah, she was basically killed instantly. Yes. Miles told the dispatcher and later police that he was at the apartment when his friend Davis showed up with a gunshot wound. Miles said he didn't know where Davis was when he got shot or how it happened. In later interviews, Miles says he and his girlfriend picked Davis up downtown after he was shot. Um, they got surveillance video from Houndstooth Bar, and it was then admitted to being there during the shooting. So Miles changed his story twice following the first the first time of what was said. Um, 
After learning that, Miles admitted to contacting Miller to bring him his gun and said Davis had gotten the gun from Miller's vehicle. He also acknowledged moving his girlfriend out of the way before the shooting started. Um, Davis told investigators that he was intoxicated um, and did not remember what happened. Um, yeah, anyway. They said they had seen a gun in the victim's vehicle and noted that when they couldn't, anyway. Yeah. So they were hitting on the girl, and she told them that she had a boyfriend is what I read. And yeah, things something, escalated something wherever that weird. was. Yeah. Okay, so back to my point. Yep. Obviously, Darius Miles can't be associated with your program anymore. I have a hard time if I'm Alabama. And I get it. Look, you Brandon Miller's not playing. You're not winning. But if he's playing, you're admitting that this is about nothing but winning. And frankly, Chase, if that's cool with everybody, then the rules change. This is no longer – if the brand doesn't matter, if it's about nothing but winning. Because there's a difference, again, legally – because you were reading to, to yeah, add sure. some context a minute ago when I said this, yeah. and you were you you are able to add a lot of context just then. So I'm glad you did. So I'll repeat it this time where you well, I've got your total attention. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between legally and 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 ethically what's right, ethically, morally, brand wise, all those things. Because yeah. otherwise, hiring Chris Beard, for example, not just at Ole Miss at anywhere, is an absolute slam dunk. Well, but I mean, you saw Jeff Goodman. He said once Beard was once the charges were dropped, he goes, he becomes hireable. Yes, I wrote Not that. Not that everybody's going to hire him, Hell, but I wrote that he's that. hireable. The word I used was he's now hireable. Yeah. Now you have to debate internally whether it's worth it. Is that does that diminish your brand? Does that diminish your value? Does it diminish what it is that you're trying to be worth? Well, and see, those are two different conversations. That's what's so stupid about this is that there are two questions. And the second one is where I'm scared to have an answer because we kind of know where the answer is a lot of times. The first one is, yes, how does Brandon Miller playing for your institution affect your brand, affect everything, affect money, everything tangible? Yes. I will be fascinated, by the way, to watch the national media yeah. who typically love Nate Oates. Yeah. And this is going to be a good team. They're going to be a number one seed. And the tournament, you know this, this is March. Oh, this is the greatest event that ever happens anywhere in the world. This is this is Mardi Gras meets Lollapalooza meets Christmas all at the same time. And the second thing that, I, again, I'm scared of the answer is, what's right? What's right? What's right? Because it's obvious what's right. What's right is that he doesn't ever play for them again. Yeah. Again, there's a difference between, hey, we as the DA don't feel like we have a charge here. I don't know how, but if they, I guess if they can't, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here, so don't anybody attack me, please, or you can, I don't care, whatever. I'm guessing the DA is saying we can't prove that he knew when he brought the gun to Miles. Sure. We can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt in front of a jury of his peers that he knew the gun was about to be used in a murder. Right. We think it, and we believe he's a bad guy. But they're only evidence because Miles is not giving away anything on Miller. 
right. is a text where it goes, hey, I need my joint. I need my joint. And Miller brings the joint. And they get the joint out. So Miller can't Yeah, even Miller s- did not even hand him the gun. He right. left it in the car. And so I guess if you're the prosecutor here, the DA, you're looking at it and going, can we prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he knew and was therefore culpable? Not, not can we assume it? Because, I, I mean, honestly, I do get how they make the connection to Miles absolutely knowing what's going on. That that feels pretty obvious in the yeah, evidence. Doors Rules makes a great comment here. He says, can you imagine what was going through his mind walking down with a loaded gun at 1 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. And and if you're the – but if I guess I – guess, and what Doors is saying, what I'm saying is if you're the DA, if you can't prove what was on his mind – you can assume it, and you can believe it, and you can guess at it, and you can hypothesize at it. But if you can't prove it via a text or an eyewitness, maybe you can't make that charge. Now, you get to the other side. If you're Alabama, if you're Greg Byrne, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What the hell were you doing? At 1 in the morning, what were you doing? A teammate. A teammate. Ask you for a gun at 1 in the morning. Why did you take him the gun? What did you think of the possible outcomes of that gun being in your teammate's hand at one in the morning? What did you think were the possible outcomes? Please give me one that's not bad. And this is back to our whole thing. Does that make him criminally liable? It doesn't make yeah, him I know. criminally liable. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get where the DA is saying, I can't prove it. Alabama can go, we don't, it, this is a different standard. It's not a right to play basketball at Alabama. Ginger has a good point, too. You can't hire Beard if there are picks of the wife's injuries, and there are. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Those come out. And, and that's done. where the, the, the Chris Beard thing, and I wrote this in 10 Thoughts, where people go, it's cut and dry. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You can legally hire Chris Beard. He's not going to be charged. He's not going to trial. You can also go, I can't hire that guy to represent my brand. And run the risk that if somebody else hires him and he turns out to be a great coach for them and takes Georgia Tech to the Final Four and while, squeaky clean. while you go 4-14 and 14 again, yeah, you're going to get criticized. Yeah. But look, if there's no consequence from the SEC here, I'm telling everybody to kick rocks on on Will Wade. Will Wade didn't commit a crime. He said something stupid on a phone. Yeah. Then Nate Oates actually made things worse. I'll get there in a second. Literally yeah. made things worse. Before we do that, I'll tell you about John Snell Creamery. JohnSnellCreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese that make locally and in-house every single day. Charcuterie boards, catering, grazing tables. They do workshops. Got some of those coming up. 669-419-9201. Cheese at JohnSnellCreamery.com. And you can do tons of your shopping right there online. They make it easy for you to pick out your different desserts, your cheese options, your charcuterie trays. Whatever you got coming up this weekend, let Johnson Hill Creamery take care of you. I hope you enjoy their king cakes. So for king cake season, that's over now as we're into Ash Wednesday. But plenty of other items. Their house mustard's fantastic. You get all that and more. 662-419-9201. Uh, Oxford's new Greek restaurant, Opa, great place if you're coming in this weekend for uh, baseball, for basketball, whatever the case may be, just coming in to hang out in Oxford. Stop by Opa, make it a part of your weekend. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well on the square. Opa, I'll have a mailbag out later today. 
It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or uh, maybe you don't even know what you're looking for. They can help. They get to know you. They know your strengths. uh, They find out what you're looking for in your next career move, and they help you find the right fit. It's 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward. Chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest. No down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. Uh, You can compete in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great place for uh, events, reunions, that kind of thing. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They offer MedSync. If your prescription is the same day each month and take care of you, one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, you have everything you need when you need it with GNM. They also can transfer your medications easily. You can do that by giving them a call. They take care of the rest. So, again, Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM here in Oxford. That's 662-236-2222. All right. So, Nate Oates then comes back Tuesday evening. I mean, I guess kind of unprompted. His just communications department decided to uh, walk back, clarify what he ended up was muddying up the ridiculous comments he had made earlier in the day. Oh, I didn't see this. There's more? Oh, you didn't see what he said later in the day? No. Yeah. So. I mean, prepare thy word salad. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> uh, I thought it was important for me to clarify the unfortunate remarks I made earlier. Uh, the entire time I tried to be thoughtful in my words relative to this tragic incident and my statements came across poorly. Prosecutors also revealed. No, sorry. No. We were informed by law enforcement of other student athletes being in the vicinity and law enforcement has repeatedly told us that no other student athletes were suspects. They were witnesses only, and our understanding is they have been all fully truthful and cooperative. And no way did I intend to downplay the seriousness of the situation or the tragedy of that night. My prayers continue to go out to Jamea Harris's family. How did that walk back anything he said it earlier? Didn't. At some point, just shut up. The Look, first time he mentioned it, he alluded to speaking to Ray Rice and that I may mean, not Ray Lewis, and then mm-hmm. now just stop talking. Yes, stop talking. Yes, it's part of the communications issues at Alabama is they keep trying to fix it with words. You can't shut up. Just shut up. 
If Brandon Miller is going to play for you, shut up. Go on about your day. You can't fix it yeah. with wrong, words. Not wrong place, wrong time. When he picks up the gun and takes it to his teammate, it's not wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time would be if he were at the Mexican restaurant next door enjoying some chips and salsa and a shootout happened. That's wrong place, wrong time. Hey, I was going to pick up a friend and I drove by and my car got shot up. That's wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, Bringing the gun to your teammate who then hands it to somebody who goes over to the driver's window and says, I told you I was going to get you and goes shootout style is not wrong place, wrong time. And we can't control what our, what our players do. Give me a break. That's, that's a cop-out answer. And look, I like Nate Oates, but that's a cop-out answer. Yeah, but they represent a brand, and you tell them that all the freaking time. And if you don't, you should. If you're Greg Byrne, how do you deal with this? He's going to deal with this by shutting up and letting the process play out and letting Brandon Miller be innocent and play basketball at the University of Alabama. That's how he's going to handle it. You're an NBA team. You got the third pick in the draft. I mean, if I'm 50-50 on him and somebody else, I'll take the other dude. I am too. All day. Decision-making. Yeah. Because now we're going to hand you millions of dollars. And you're going to be... You're going to have to make better decisions. Yeah, I mean... Surround yourself with better people and make better decisions. Significantly better decisions. Because if he doesn't bring the gun, the shooting doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Oates doesn't even go out of his way to at any point say Miller made a poor choice, as life points out. Yes, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. And I go, hey, look. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he did, Nate. He brought the damn murder weapon to the scene. Yeah. At the request of one of his teammates. He could have simply said, no, nah, Darius, you don't need a gun tonight. Hey, bring me my joint. No, no, no. You don't need your joint. Go get some sleep. Go, go to bed. I know you had a rough day. Go to bed. Yeah. I don't know who you're hanging with, but they're not doing you any favors. Go to bed. Get up tomorrow. It'll be a better day. We'll talk about it. You don't need a gun at the scene. It's the last damn thing you need. That's what I would hope. I mean, I would hope that if I called you and said, hey, bring me my joint, that after you got through laughing at me, you go go to bed. <laughs> we'll talk tomorrow. Go get in your bed, turn on a couple of episodes of Family Does Guy this or The Office and Nate go to bed. Oates yes. Future? Yes. Yes. I always talk about the ladder. Yeah. Right? When you're Kentucky, you're at the top of the ladder. You don't risk higher at Kentucky. And make make a joke, Billy Kennedy, blah, 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 blah. You don't make risk hires at Kentucky. And now he becomes a risk. How does he how does he manage his program? 
because if I'm using Kentucky as the example, when you become the head coach at Kentucky, every you understand that every kid that you bring into that place is an instant celebrity. Everybody wants a piece of a kid who wears the blue and white for Kentucky basketball. Yeah, sure. And so you got to have people who make good decisions, and you have to be the person who is constantly reminding them that we make good decisions. And the message this sends to the rest of the Alabama team is, man, as long as you're good, it doesn't matter. As long as you're good, you're cool. Because if Brandon Miller is a bench player, he's not on that team anymore. No, no, of course not. On a good news standpoint, let's see on ESPN this morning that uh, Peyton Hill is supposed to make a complete 100% recovery after uh, saving at least one child in the drowning yeah, thank God. possibility in the ocean back last, uh, last month. Starbucks adding uh, olive oil to their coffee is one of the options. Do you have an interest in olive oil mixed with your coffee? Um, I mean, olive oil is good for I'm you. thinking about this for a minute. But I'm thinking, well, what, what does it add to my coffee? I don't know. They said they saw people in Italy do it and decided oh. they drink it not mixed, but with it at the same time, apparently. But that's drinking olive oil for its health benefits. Starbucks is serving it on the side, or are they serving they it in the coffee? They are mixing it with it is the way I interpret it. I don't know that I'd want that. No, I mean, I'm out. But yeah. I'm, and I love olive oil. It's very good. It looks like this has no chance of passing, but are you at all concerned with uh, this uh, Supreme Court situation where if it happened to pass, you would be liable for everything said on your message board? <laughs> that would be a problem, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how. I don't know how you could. No, I know. It's, it's not. It looks like it's whatever. I mean, we can go way in deep into this. We're not going to here at the end, but. Yeah, the uh, the Starbucks thing. The chain is rolling out a new line of olive oil-infused coffee drinks in Italy today and will bring them to Southern California this spring. CEO Howard Schultz said he conceived the idea while watching the locals in Sicily drink olive oil. He started drinking the oil alongside his coffee and, like a 13-year-old in front of a soda fountain, decided why not combine them. Olive oil coffee may sound like a gimmick, but Schultz called it a, quote, transformational moment for the company. So there's uh, there's that. Uh, we yeah. talked a little bit about, well, we talked a lot about um, realignment. Mm-hmm. ACC is uh, interested in Cal, Stanford, or um, Washington. Oh, well, Washington. I can answer that question for you, ACC, if you get to pick one. Cal- uh, Apple TV now a possibility for the Pac-12. Yes, Cal, Cal and Stanford have no interest in being associated with Southern schools. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Go die on the vine. Uh, Colorado and Utah have made a pitch to come with Oregon and Washington to the ACC, but the ACC is lukewarm on that combo as they really want the California schools. Okay. I'm going to enjoy watching people fail here. This is going to be yes. Kind of, when yeah, the Pac-12 yeah. is a complete joke, I'm going to laugh at it like a yeah. seal. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to feel bad for SMU in this. That's really kind of all. Well, That's as far as I go. Bad. All right. Ole Miss Auburn tonight, 8 o'clock from uh, Neville Arena. I think it's what Neil told me. that I, I'm not getting that in my Neville head very Arena. well. Neville's like, an arch rival for Rustin. That's how I remember. It's like Florida now is like exact tech or something. instead of It's like the exact tech or something at the O'Connell Center. It will Center always be the O'Connell Center to me. Yeah. Anyway, so... All right, appreciate you guys. CoverageRebelGrove.com. Anything we hear, we'll let you know as the day moves on and back with you in the morning. Take care.
Have a good day.